many people are disappointed when they begin looking at the Kabbalah. As you well know, there are dozens of texts available in Kabbalistic study. And most of the time, when we pick up one of these texts, we see diagrams and descriptions and strange words that imply that there is a system, that there is a way of understanding the Kabbalah. And most of the people that I've talked to say that they feel that the Kabbalah is too abstract, too strange, too theoretical, too far out for them to understand. And although there's an enormous amount of interest in the Kabbalah, very few people have been able to explain it in a way that brings it home, that makes it useful in our daily lives. So, what I'm going to do here is discuss the Kabbalah, both in terms of the technical information that will be helpful and useful, but also I'm going to attempt to make it more practical, to try to bring it down into everyday life. And in that context, I'll offer a few meditative experiences for you to integrate some of the teachings of the Kabbalah in ways that have meaning for us in our day and in this time. Now, my own personal experience was that when I began to look into Jewish mysticism and the Kabbalah, I found, even though I was living in the center of Jewish teaching in Israel for eight years, I found that most people there didn't understand the Kabbalah. Most of the Kabbalistic teachings today are done in very abstract terms. You'll see why when we get deeper into the learning. There's a tendency to be caught in the form and to miss the substance. If I tried to learn the Kabbalah from books or even from teachers, I found it very difficult to grasp. Rather, when I began to enter into what I thought was the mind state of the ancient Kabbalists, then and only then did I begin to understand through direct experience what they were talking about. So the Kabbalah really requires a particular state of mind, a contemplative state of being. Oftentimes, for example, people ask me, tell me what the Jewish religion is about. And I have found it very difficult to describe the Jewish tradition as a religion in the sense that there are a whole set of laws and there are a whole set of holidays and things that we do from morning till night. There's what's called the Shulchan Aruch, which is the book of Jewish law. And yet, we can't say that Judaism is the book of Jewish law. There are people who can identify themselves as being Jewish because our ancestry is Jewish. And then there's what I call the Jewish way of living. It's a way of life, an outlook that comes from living from day to day 
from morning to night in a certain structure. And I believe this is true in all traditions. You can call yourself a Buddhist, or you can live the Buddhist life. You can call yourself a Christian, or you can live the Christian life. And so too for Kabbalah. You can call yourself someone who has knowledge of the Kabbalah, but you don't really become a Kabbalist until you live the Kabbalistic life. And living the Kabbalistic life means viewing things from a different perspective than we normally see things in our daily lives. The Kabbalah takes many different forms. There's three fundamental areas of Kabbalistic inquiry. There's one that's called the speculative or philosophical Kabbalah. It's very abstract. And this is the kind of Kabbalah that most of us encounter when we go into the bookstores these days. It's also the kind of Kabbalah that's taught in courses on Kabbalah. We'll take a look at some of that, but we're not going to dwell in it too much. There's also the magical, the manipulative, or what's called sometimes the practical Kabbalah. By practical, what they really meant was how to do things magically with Kabbalistic techniques. And from this, they made creatures, or they tried to control things. It's a kind of a white magic. Again, this is not something that I want to work with today because many people throughout the ages have warned us about playing with the Kabbalah in this way. The third kind of Kabbalah is called the mystical or mythical, meditative form of Kabbalah. This is the Kabbalah that comes to us from our inner voice when we work deeply within, when we quiet down and become deeply contemplative. We discover that there's a form within us, that there's a voice within us that leads us into an intuitive insight of what it is we're learning. This is the kind of Kabbalah that I've discovered for myself to be extremely potent in terms of understanding Scripture, and also in dealing with many of the fascinating questions of what life is all about. I believe also that this is the form of Kabbalah that was so attractive to so many different disciplines throughout the last few thousand years. As you may know, there is a Jewish Kabbalah, which is very much dependent upon the Jewish Scriptures, but then there is a very strong field of Kabbalah that was taken over by the Christian world. And many of the texts in the Kabbalah that we find today are actually derived through Christian theology. <laughs>